Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. Dave the Computer Guy with us this morning. Dave, it is great to have you here on this almost uh, New Year's Eve as it, uh, it, it rolls in. Good morning. Good, good morning, Ted. Good morning, Fredericksburg. Did you have a good Christmas? Very, very good Christmas. Very uh, low-key, um, safe, and we just, my wife and I just enjoyed a nice, peaceful day. It was, it was very, very nice. It just it's it's it is it is amazing how quickly this year has gone. You and I just before the show started, we're 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 commenting on. I just can't believe that that we're already rolling back around to New Year's Eve. Just a few more days left of 2023. This year has flown, Ted. And I remember when I was little, my father said, uh, told me, as the years go by, they grow by faster and faster. And that was very true. They just seem to be flying by now. Yeah, I, I mean, just even we, we talk about it every month of how you, you and I talk most months and how it just seems like that those times just keep getting shorter and shorter. It's a blink of an eye almost where it's like, okay, we're on the air one month and a blink of an eye, it's the same time next month. So, and it yeah. just flies. Boy, the the the, uh, the the weather for those of us who don't like cold weather, this is this is not bad right now. No, it's pretty moderate. I, we had what a rainstorm we had yesterday. The the computer models, the weather models, picked up on it pretty well. We got about an inch and a half to two inches around the area. Some places I think got more uh, around here. I know I have a bucket on my back deck, and it was half full. Mm. So I, I have a feeling that a few places may have had some cloud bursts and maybe possibly three or four inches. But I think on average, I know the University of Mary Washington um, website, it was like 1.8 inches yesterday, which is considerable for a day, and we, we really need it. Yeah, well, I was going to say, the, the, the one thing that we'll, we'll leave this year and talk about is just how low the river was and just how dry overall the year and was we've been in a really bad drought um all year but december it's going to turn out it's going to be one of the wettest if not the wettest uh december ever we, we've had so much rain in december yeah. we, we're still short um overall for the year but we're doing much better now it worries me though that when we we talk about such a wet december that going into january and when it's going to start, when, as it's colder, what what that may mean? Can, can you imagine what all this rain yesterday, and even even last week, the rain we had, what all that would have been if it had been in, say, in the in the in the the high twenties, low thirties? That would have been like ten ten years or so ago when we had twenty or thirty inches of snow. Yeah. That would that would equate to that uh, an inch and a half, two inches of rain that you'd, we'd be closing in on uh, twenty inches of snow. And the the extended computer models, the weather models, are hinting at a possible big East Coast snowstorm in the next few weeks. So in January, we need to keep an eye out for a big storm coming up the coast <sighs> that could dump on us. And <sighs> so we'll see. And there was one model run, one computer model run, um, about a week ago that was showing in early January a big east coast snowstorm that disappeared from the latest runs but 
we'll see if it reappears again. Um, but we're, I'm keeping my eye for January for a big storm. Just the fact that you said it on these airwaves, Dave. I don't know that I will be able to forgive you that first day. When I'm having to shovel snow, I will think of this. I know you're not a snow person, <laughs> Ted. You love the warm weather. I do like snow, but I, when, it, when it does come, I want it to come and go away. I do not want 30 inches of snow and then bitter cold, and it sticks around for weeks. No, I definitely do not want that. It does occur to me, Dave, that what, what, what would you do and you're able to do so much of your work now with with a lot of I'm, I'm sure your clients remotely. The, the weather isn't a lot of times that that big a deal. You're you're, you're able to log in and, and and do some things remotely where you, in the past you always had to be there. It, it's it's easier now, Ted. Twenty twenty five years ago, there there was remote access. We would have VPNs and use something called remote desktop. And we have remote into clients. Yeah, it's much more powerful now. What we have the remote uh, control software, it's much easier to do a lot more remotely than having to run on site all the time. So yes, things have gotten better with that. But it, at times there are still yeah. there's no substitute for being on site sometimes. But especially with bad weather, the remotes can be very, very handy. Yeah. Dave, the computer guy here, Tex in the Berg on Lafayette Boulevard in downtown Fredericksburg, texinthebird.com. More coming up. We'll uh, recap some of the things that we uh, talked about and happened in the, uh, the past year when we come back with Dave, the computer guy on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. It is Dave the Computer Guy with Text in the Berg in downtown Fredericksburg on this morning. Uh, 540-371-2874 if you want to give Dave a call after this show or uh, textintheberg.com. The website, also a great uh, great Facebook page. What a year this has been, Dave. We have gone through a lot of topics, and I mean, it has been, uh, as always, in the in the tech world in 2023, a lot going on. Yes, and one of the big things, uh, I, my, one of the, my big takeaways from 2023, Ted, is all the hacking and the danger on the internet, and it's just rampant. The past few weeks, we've been inundated with people with both hacked phones, hacked PCs, laptops, and I think that's going to continue. I know it's going to continue in 2024. It very well might get worse. I want to speak uh, for a moment about um, uh, people are like, how do I know I've been hacked? Um, There's some telltale signs. Number one, as far as um, your computer's if people are getting emails from you that you never sent, that is a warning sign. You need to start checking. Hmm. And pop-ups on your laptop or PC screen, just random pop-ups, especially um, the fake antivirus pop-ups saying you're infected, call this number. Uh, a lot of times these are bogus things that are relatively harmless unless you act on them. But sometimes it can be a virus infection or there, there can be something a lot more sinister going on. So as far as um, using the computer, you need to be vigilant. It's very similar to going out in public and walking around in downtown, crossing the streets. 
uh, when you cross the street, do you look both ways? Do you just walk out into the street in front of moving traffic? You, um, hopefully not. And you got and the same with a computer. You've got to um, modify your behavior and just use common sense when you're using it. Do not open every single email that's in your inbox. That that's a recipe for a disaster. You got to use you know pick and choose, and keep an eye out for suspicious activity. And also on big websites, there's all these ads and all these things you can click on. Do not click on all. Hmm. Even a um, a well known professional news site, they can't screen everything. 24 hours a day, and some of the ads they sell can be um, infected. And so you've really, really got to modify your behavior and be safe. It's like walk, looking both way, ways when you cross the street. But use some common sense when you're on the computer. Boy, it's, we've always talked. You, you, you and I have known each other for years and you always talk about the uh, the internet, you know, being the wild, wild west. And I think it's even more so than even when years ago. We've talked about in this past year about so many more kinds of things that are going on. The elderly being being targeted, and uh, just, there's so many more things. And like 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 you said, if, you, if you've got questions, don't open it. And maybe even if you know the person, contact them and say, "Hey, did you send me something?" Ted, absolutely. If you get an email from someone that you're not expecting and it looks, you know, there, it just doesn't strike you as normal, call this person. Don't don't open it. Do not open it under any circumstances. Call the person, and there's a chance that person's going to go, no, I did not send this. Hmm. And you could, you very well may have saved yourself from opening Pandora's box. And it seems, you know, opening an email seems harmless, but it can, it, it can be very bad as far as um, being hacked, your bank account being drained, passwords being stolen off your computer. It can lead to a lot of problems. You've really, really got to be careful. The Internet is a wonderful place, but it's also very dangerous. And you've really, really got to protect yourself. And sometimes, I mean, in, in some cases you still do, I think. When, when, when you've, if you, you open something you shouldn't, something can pop on your computer and, you know, you know, one of these gotcha kind of messages. But not always. And sometimes this can go on and you have no idea. They're monitoring uh-huh. you. Of stuff running that's in running in the background. Yeah, it can be stealing your passwords, it can, your logins. It can be doing all kinds of stuff. It can install um, a key logger where it, it's just recording all your keystrokes. So um, it doesn't have to steal your passwords. It can just watch you type them and just make copies of them. And it, it's it. And it is much, much more dangerous right now than it was 10 or 15 years ago. The, the criminals have had more time to figure things out. They're very slick, very smart. It's just a shame they're morally bankrupt and they do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I've noticed in the past year, Dave, when you and I have talked, especially in some of these specifics, when, when people have been, been targeted or... Like you say, have, have just had had savings accounts or business accounts just just drained. As someone like you on on, on the front lines, that has just burned you up. I mean, you have we have shown some passion about that one. It, it's it's infuriating, and it's we've seen it happen to people so many times. 
elderly people that are on Social Security, that are on a monthly fixed income, and their checking account has been drained. They're, they can't pay the rent. They can't pay their bills. And it's just, it's awful. It's, that is the worst of the worst to see something like that happen. And we do the best we can. A lot of times the banks will um, reverse the charges and we can get the mo- they can get their money back and we can um, get their PC back working and everything. But it's, it's a really, really bad situation that they prey upon the, the most vulnerable in society this way. Well, and like you say, there's there is so much good, and and, and there's t- technology today is just is just fabulous. But there is that there there's kind of that undercurrent where there's always where there's the good. There's always someone who's trying to who's who's trying to work the system and 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 make you a victim. Yes, it, it's in like a, the a scenario is. Uh, talking about a few minutes ago, you can be out walking around. There might be a garden, a beautiful garden you're looking at and everything, and then you step off a curb and get run over with a car. And you, <laughs> there's a lot of good out there. There's a lot of bad, and the the Internet is full of both. And you, there is so much potential and good things to be brought to the table with the Internet, but there's a lot of risk, and you've really, really got to protect yourself because no one else can. No, it, it, it definitely, definitely not. Dave, the computer guy here this morning on uh, on uh, News Talk twelve thirty WFPA as we kind of uh, look back at, uh, at 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 the past year and just the uh, the technology. One, one of the one of the great shows that we did when you kind of explained the internet and uh, you know we talked about it. We 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 as as we especially as we talked about so much has been talked in the past year about data centers in this area. And it was a great show when you when you pointed out the need for data centers is because all of us use the the the, the cloud is is is, uh, is 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 not something out there. It's on computers, and there there's needs to be a place to store everything. And it's the, the data centers that have become so controversial and in, in, in examined in this area by and large because of all the all the the technology that we all use. Yep, and if you have a cell phone, if you have a laptop or PC, you you're using a data center, whether you know it or not, whether you know it or not. And uh, there, there's a lot of misconceptions about the cloud, so to speak. I, I've heard people say, "No, I don't want my data on OneDrive. I want it in the cloud." Uh, <laughs> OneDrive is the cloud. Yeah, all the cloud is is another computer somewhere else that your that data is stored on. Or program or processes are taking place in, and if you have a cell phone, Android, iPhone, any type of PC or Mac, and you're on the internet, one way or another, you're using data from a data center or processing power from a data center. So all the computer users and cell phone users that are out there are part of the problem, so to speak. And we need data centers. Mm-hmm. It's just where are they and how big are they and how much noise they make. Or they, you know, we don't need them right next to a big subdivision, but we need them somewhere. As far as we, we, we talk about technology and all the changes and, and how wonderful it, it all is, has it meant a lot more for for you and and in in, uh, in 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 your field of just trying to keep up with everything? Are are you finding yourself having to spend a lot more time studying things and taking classes and in learning about all these changes? Uh, Twenty or thirty years ago, Ted, it was much easier. 
it was things were going much slower yeah. as far as um, end of life of a certain technology and the beginning of a new technology um, system. 25 years ago, 30 years ago, it was much, much slower. Right now, things are moving at a breakneck speed, so to speak. Um, next year is the last full year of Windows 10. Uh, Windows 10 will be going away in 2025 as far as um, support from Microsoft. Anyone with older computers are going to have to upgrade and get new, newer computers to run Windows 11. And it's just the cycling of of technology. Okay, this is going away. This is new. It is happening very rapidly now. Um, the the speed and technology is just astronomically going by right now. And it used to be, um, I used to tell people 20, 30 years ago, buy the best computer you can and keep it for as long as you can. Mm-hmm. Now it's buy the least expensive thing that will do the job. In a few years, it's going to be a paperweight. Interesting. That that I, that 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 is so interesting that 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 has changed in in, in a relatively short time. Because I, I wondered because I, I'm always complaining to you when there are any kind of small changes or you know something changes on the screen or gets moved to a different place. How difficult that is. But as we were here talking this morning, I thought, boy, it's got to be for, for for you. You're dealing with. Uh, uh, a lot of a lot of changes in a lot of different areas and in 2024 and 2025 there's going to be tremendous changes a lot of which ted it will be impossible to predict after the break we're going to be talking about ai yeah. and that is going to be a big part of it what ai brings to the table and the the advancements and just the breakneck speed of changes in the next few years because of AI is going to be overwhelming. Dave, the computer guy here, you mentioned just a second ago about how, you know, with the technology changing, a lot of times your computer can become a a paperweight. What what do you advise as far as recycling uh, when when you've got, when you do have old computers? I I, I know it's it's not a good thing just to toss them in the landfill for a whole lot of reasons, security-wise and just even the, the environment. What should a person do? If you have a laptop or a PC and it's it's getting old, you're you're replacing it and you you're going to get rid of it. Do not throw it in the trash can. Uh, God, that is the absolute worst thing you could do. Number one, if the hard drive's in it, someone could get that and get your data off of it, and that is bad enough. But if if it's disposed of improperly, it can. All the chemicals and metals can uh, leach into the ground and get in the groundwater and just cause all kinds of trouble. There are recycling places all over the place. A lot of the big box retailers will recycle. There's the recycling center on Bellman Road. There, There are other alternatives than throwing it in your trash can. And if if you have tech support, whether you, whether whether it's with us or somebody else, you can give us a call, and we can remove the hard drive for you and properly dispose. Of, we do this with our customers a lot. Properly dispose of um, electronics with a professional recycling service, but just don't throw them in the trash can. That is the absolute worst of any choices you could make. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think a lot of times, a lot of times, we don't even think of that, or we we don't know that there, that there are options out there, and to to look into it. And, and they're easy options. Yeah, there, there's like I said, most of the big box retailers will recycle electronics for you. And but the one thing you want to do before you recycle it is have your hard drive removed. And I tell people, here's your hard drive. Put it in a box. Put it in your dresser door. If you ever need it, you know, you have it, all the data's on it. You do not want that in a trash can or a landfill with people going through it and coming across it. Yeah, unfortunately, that, and that, that does happen. You think, oh, who's, who's going to be interested? All the time. And the, yeah, because there's somebody out there and there's there's something that may be on. It's it's, it's obviously worthwhile that, that, that people go and, and, and dig those things up and they're, they're doing it because, you know, Maybe one out of ten, they, they, they find something that can be valuable. They could find something, and people use antiviruses, firewalls, and this and that to protect themselves. Then they'll throw their computer out with the hard drive, and you might as well just keep your doors unlocked and say, come in my house and, <laughs> and take care of anything you want. And here's, here's my Social Security card if you want to copy, yeah. it, copy it down. Here's my Social Security number and... All my medical information, bank accounts, just come get it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, as, as we've talked about 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 hacking and, and you know st- staying safe, we should mention that uh, you should you do need to have an antivirus, have something on your computer, at the, the just at the very minimum. And if if you're somebody who does have a lot of important information, you know maybe even upgrade that to to, to keep your computer safe. Every computer should have antivirus. If it's a Windows computer, that Windows, the Windows 10 and 11 has Windows Defender, just stock built into it. But everyone needs a good antivirus. And right after the break, when we got a few more minutes, I'm going to talk about antiviruses for phones. And that's very important. I'm seeing a lot more activity as far as phones being hacked. And both Android and iPhones can, have, can get a virus, and they need antivirus software. Hold that thought then. We'll come back and we will talk about that and uh, AI and uh, some other things this morning with Dave the Computer Guy with Tex in the Berg, TexintheBerg.com. He's in downtown Fredericksburg on Lafayette Boulevard. More on News Talk 1230 WFPA. It is now 830 right on the dot. From the Fredericksburg.today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFBA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Dave, the computer guy in from uh, Tex in the Berg this morning. Uh, Texintheberg.com is the, the website. Also on uh, Facebook, or if you want to call Dave, 540-371-2874 for a uh, for, uh, for Tex in the Berg. So, Dave, right before the break, you mentioned about uh, having uh, antivirus for phones. Tell me more. Yes, Ted. And normally phones are less susceptible to uh, viruses than uh, Windows PCs, per se. But I've, I've seen a lot more activity of, of phones, both iPhones and Android phones, being um, hacked. So the, most of the major antivirus software companies make um, antivirus for both Android and iPhones. McAfee, Norton, um, Bitdefender, Panda, they, they all make um, antivirus for both Androids and iPhones. Definitely get it. D- there's free and paid versions. You, a phone can be infected, too. You can be hacked. And it's it's just as serious as your PC or Mac being hacked. 
whatever you have you need antivirus for, and that would be a really, really good way to start 2024 uh, to make sure your PCs and your phones are completely protected. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, 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 I don't on my phone. I just, I just, I, I don't know why I don't. But I think I just assume, well, phone, you know, they're 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 going to leave phones alone. But why would they? Yeah, they're eventually going to get to them, just like a, a Mac. The Mac OS is less susceptible to viruses mm-hmm. than Windows. Um, and people are like, "I'm safe on my Mac." Um, you're safer, but you're not safe. You still can. We we see Macs that are infected with viruses all the time, and they're, they're all these manufacturers I just listed. They make um, antivirus for Macs and PCs, make sure your phone has antivirus and your PC or your Mac has antivirus. And um, let's start off 2024, you know, being as safe as we can. And besides the antivirus, um, I've I've talked about this in the past. I use dual-factor authentication on all your online accounts, whether it's email, banking, stock trading, anything that's sensitive nature, dual-factor authentication. And just be safe. Your web browsing, and use a password manager. These can range from free to just two or three or four dollars a month. They can save you a lot of grief and heartache. The dual factor authentication and password managers puts you a step above the criminals and a step one or two steps ahead of them. Hmm. And staying ahead of the criminals is. Paramount uh, to be safe in 2024, and you know, and a lot of times having the the dual factor, it can be a hassle, or but but it's it's worth it. Yes, it, like, like I was saying, or in the first part of the show, that that is almost like looking both ways before you cross a road. Yeah, it's it's harder to look both ways to cross the road than just to walk across the road, but it's a lot better than being run over. And the dual factor authentication is is you know requires a, another additional step. It can be a hassle sometimes, but I'd rather have that than have my bank account cleaned out. Yeah, and and I need a password manager too. Is with the, with the sophistication that uh, these these and, people and have. Passwords drive people crazy, Ted. You, you got an email password, <laughs> a banking password, yep. a yeah. password for this, a password for that. And you, people write them on little sticky notes and put them under the keyboard or put them on their monitor or something. <laughs> Get a password manager for either free or 2 or $3 a month. <laughs> Save yourself a lot of trouble and be much, much more secure on the internet. Oh, Dave, you're following me around again, and you, you're all. I mean, I, yes, uh, pa- passwords are so frustrating, and the the problem because when you have so many of them, you do have them similar, so you you can try to remember them. But if you do get hacked, a lot of times, all of a sudden, they can try those same passwords or something similar, and you know, all of a sudden, instead of having one thing compromised. You've got five or six. Yes, a lot of people, they're like, I'm not having, you know, 10 or 15 different comp- long 15-digit uh, complex passwords. I want to have one. Yeah. And if you are hacked and all of a sudden, gosh, they got everything. They got your bank account, your stock trading account, your email, everything, credit cards. Yeah. And so, yeah, use a password manager. It's a few dollars, and it can save yourself a lot of time and grief. AI, you wanted to talk about AI, and boy, that is, as, as we learn more about it, there are some terrific things about AI, 
but there are some some very scary things about AI that we're actually, all learning. Yeah, actually, Ted, AI is around us in almost every aspect of our life, 24 hours a day, and a, and a lot of people, it, it's so intertwined with our lives, we don't even know about it. it it's uh, everything, our weather forecasts, the computer models um, that, 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 out these weather forecasts that could be considered AI. They it is a computer with a tremendous amount of data on it with a big program. They gather all the statistics from the weather reporting stations, the data from satellite imagery, uh, radars, and combine all this data and then spit out the weather forecast. Uh, in the 1940s and 50s, that was a weatherman compiling all this data, yep. using their experience and maybe a hunch here and a hunch there, and they would give their weather forecast with all this data. Now it's AI doing it. And if you have, um, uh, if you use Siri or um, Alexa, that's another form of AI. And it's the. When you're driving around your car, and if you if you have a modern car, and you can say you know you know pull up a map for so and so place, that would be another form of AI. We we use it all the time. We might not even know it. Mm. And it, it can it can do so much, like you say, and in, in and in and in so many areas. And you, you talk about changes and things that are that are going to be happening. Uh, that's that that that's got to be top of the list on for, on many things. That is one of the big things in the near future, Ted. Is what AI is going to bring to the table, because it's going to cause the advancement in technology to just explode. Because what people, you know, what a person or a team of scientists could do, and in a week or two weeks, uh, a supercomputer can do in a matter of seconds. And it's going to, there's going to be some radical changes in technology over the next few years that we can't even begin to imagine. That's how powerful, powerful these supercomputers with, that manage all this data that I feel there's going to be some tremendous advances in medicine. Um, they, before you, you have a doctor, and the doctor will have, you know, a lot of education in college, a lot of experience as, um, in in a hospital and they take their experience and whatever knowledge they have and formulate okay i think this is what's wrong with a person rather an ai with ai it can utilize millions if not billions of pieces of information Mm -hmm. and then spit out no i think this is what's wrong with the person this is what we should do it's just an extraordinarily powerful thing that's going to make some advances that we cannot even comprehend right now. And like you say, some some of them some of them are real good there, but then there's also there there can be some just some some terrifying. You you, you look at in, in in other ways of of where it can be it can be terrifying or even changing the economy as far as you know people and and uh, various uh occupations maybe be and being affected there, there's going to be some uh some labor changes yeah i feel in the next few years because of this there will probably be some job losses as the robots and other things automate processes there's going to be some other jobs that are going to be created and if anyone's ever seen the old movie um uh, terminator 2 
uh, when when the computers become self when Skynet mm-hmm. becomes self aware and tries to take over everything, that that's probably the most terrifying part of AI. I don't foresee that happening, but with with this type of power, yeah. in, um it, it's something that has to be respected. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And because we don't know where this is going to lead us. And it, it can have tremendous benefits, but there can also be drawbacks. And there's this old phrase, okay, we can do this. Um, should we do this? Right. And AI is already here. It's That's a done deal. How we move forward with it, that's another thing. But it's going to bring tremendous change as far as the advancements. And I think that for me, um, like the self-driving car, that scares me a little bit. Uh, it scares me a lot. About, I was talking about that yesterday with some people. Yeah. Sitting in the back seat of a car with no driver in it. I don't know if I uh, I'm ready to get used to that. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, you see it you in in that that seems that, that that's one of those things that that's, that's coming. Oh, I know. That just that terrifies me to think about that. And at one point in time in the future that's going to be the norm. And it mm-hmm. will be normal then. Yeah. It's not normal for us now, and that's why so many people uh, are, are afraid of that or and everything. But it's like anything else. Once you get used to it, I think it'll be better. And it's in its infancy right now. There's a lot yeah. of mistakes being made. There's crashes. There, the, it's it's sort of like the first space flight. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are, that are unknown, and we're it's in this autonomous. Um, software is being improved all the time uh the next generation of people will probably think completely different about self-driving cars than we do and it's the it's a new age yep yep definitely dave the computer guy here with text in the berg text in the berg.com for uh for for more information 5g it's uh how where, where do we stand right now with 5g that's another thing that's going to be more and more and more and more in 2024, 2025 is 5G. It's when people are asking, what is AI? What is 5G? And I I joke with them like a smart aleck that AI is two letters. um, 5G is a numeral and is a number in the letter. (laughs) Right. And it's a little bit more than that. 5G, it's a fifth generation cell service, basically. It's um, like 4G except for faster, well, much, much faster. And the big thing that I wanted to discuss is um, is speed. Um, there's different types of speed, so to speak. There's bandwidth, um, and think about bandwidth as like an 8-inch uh, water main. How much water can um, move through, the, through an 8-inch water main as compared to a 12-inch water main? That would be bandwidth. Latency is another um, speed term or variable, so to speak, that um, is really, really important with 5G. The latency is very, very low. And latency is, okay, I have a water pipe in front of my house. How long does it take the water to get from the street into my house? Mm -hmm. That would be latency. And when you have a um, like one gig network or a five gig gig network um, as far as uh, download or upload speed. The latency, the lower the latency, the better the streaming and less jitter. 
And 5G is many, many times better than 4G as far as the latency. And it's going to change, it's going to radically change things just like AI will. 5G, as it rolls out more and more, there's going to be tremendous changes of, of how people, how and where people use the Internet. You've told me before about 5G just being so, you just can't imagine how quick, how fast everything is with 5G. It's many times faster than 4G, but for me, it's not so much the speed, it's the latency. Yeah. So the 5G is um, maybe 60 or 100 millisecond latency. 5G is about one millisecond, two or three millisecond latency, which is unbelievable. It's going to be used in hospitals with robotics for surgery. There's there's just so many aspects of AI and 5G, how it's going to change our lives in the next few years. It, it's going to be tremendous. You, you, you look at it and you, you, you see, and, and especially you, you can see in areas, because we see it with broadband of, of areas that haven't and areas that don't, and, uh, and, and, and just how important that's going to be to be able to, to, to make this available. For Technology has basically taken over our lives. If you have a community, uh, let's say in Appalachia, they have no internet. Yeah, the students there are in such a disadvantage uh, compared to a community that has high-speed internet or broadband. That it's like night and day. If you don't have access to internet, it's you're at a really really bad place compared to students uh, you know and youngsters that have internet you think about about back in the in the, uh, in the in the 20s and 30s when areas rural areas wouldn't have electricity that's what we're looking at with something like this oh absolutely where my mother grew up in southwest virginia yeah. uh when i was a kid we went back and visited um some relatives back there and they lived way away from everything. Um, I, I'd call it out in the boonies. And they had no electricity, no running water. There was a creek down the road from their cabin. They'd go down and get water out of the creek and boil it. They had a little battery-powered radio and candles. That was it. And um, the, with a, a, a place uh, with kids with no Internet would be similar to that today as compared to um, a community with internet. Yeah. But I, I, as we've talked this morning, David, it's, it's occurred to me that years ago, and you and I have been doing this for a long time, that our, our, our talks are, have become so much, you know, to, to be talking about hacking or, or AI or 5G. I mean, we used to just talk about, you know, you know, how to, how to add, add memory to your computer and things, <laughs> things like that. And uh, we, this is, this just shows how technology has changed. And it's changed. And like I said, the first half of the show, it's changing so fast. Yeah. And by AI, 5G, these things are going to cause the techno- the advancement in technology to increase that much more rapidly. When you can have um, a supercomputer that can spit out complex answers that would take people weeks or months or years to formulate they can do it in seconds or a minute or two. The, the advancements are going to be so out, outrageous over the next few years. It's going to astound everyone. Date the computer guy here with uh, Tex in the Berg on Lafayette Boulevard. One final break, and we'll uh, conclude this morning on News Talk 1230 WFVA. 
This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. It is Dave the Computer Guy in this morning with uh, Tex and the Berg, TexandtheBerg.com. The website I just said to you, Dave, off air, this show has gone so fast, I'll refer to it as this has been our 5G show. We have uh, moved yep, fast. Our AI 5G extravaganza. <laughs> it certainly is. You always keep your eye on sales, especially this time of year, and you were telling me there's some, there's some pretty good deals out there to be had. Yep, Ted, even though the Christmas has come and gone, right now, if anyone's still looking for something, uh, a laptop for your kids or a laptop for yourself, there are some really, really good sales going on. Best Buy has an, a 17-inch HP laptop, regularly $550 on sale for $299. It's a fast uh, laptop, a solid-state drive, 8 gigs of memory, and the 17-inch screen and fabulous reviews for two ninety nine. You cannot beat this. Mm. This is more than most people would need in a laptop. And um, there's also uh, a 15-inch HP laptop, very fast, 16 gigs of memory, 379, regularly 630. That would be absolutely perfect for any student. It would be more than most students would ever need. And for three seventy nine, you're not breaking the bank. And it's lightweight, and very powerful, a lot of memory, and it will handle anything any college course would want to throw at it. And you don't have to spend two thousand dollars on a MacBook Pro or three grand on a some fancy computer, you know. $379, that's it. If you drop it, if it breaks or something, you're at that. You're not at $2,000. Right, yeah. No, you, you, uh, you several years ago, uh, taught me the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the great life of having a solid-state drive. Boy, that was, a, that was an eye-opener. And that's another thing. Over the past uh, five or ten years, Everything has migrated from the mechanical, old-style IDE drives to the um, solid-state drives. And at first, the um, solid-state drives were very, very expensive. They would be like $500 or $1,000 for a hard drive. Now they're $50 or $60 or $100, depending on what you want. And the speed is just astronomical compared to the old mechanical-style hard drives. And very few new uh, laptops even come with mechanical hard drives anymore. They're almost all exclusively solid-state drives, and it it means a world of difference as far as speed and just the general enjoyment of using a computer. Oh, I couldn't believe it when when, when you did it because my my drive failed, and it was so great. I had you change out my other – on my other laptop – it hadn't any problems with it, but it was just so much faster. So, yeah, it's and, worth looking into. And now into. The, the solid-state drives are even getting much faster, Ted. And then mm. these, these were called SATA 3 hard drives. The, uh, the new, it's called an M2 drive, much, much faster. It literally, in about seven or eight seconds after you press the power button, you can be browsing the Internet. And it's just, it's lightning fast, and that's going to be another thing. We've talked about AI and all the advancements coming up. Computers are getting so fast now that we're going to continue to see that in 2024 and 2025. 
lighter, faster, and just things were coming around the corner we might not even believe. Hmm. And you mentioned earlier that it is what Windows 10 uh, come in 2025 is that that's going to be it. So that's coming yeah, up. 2025 is the last year that it will be supported. And next year is the last full year it's going to be supported. So next year in 2024, anyone with an older computer, um, more than four or five years old, you need to check the specs and possibly get ready to get a new computer. Well, Dave, it's been a terrific year. It's been a, been a terrific show. You have uh, you have guided us through a lot of uh, situations and been able to keep us up to date on things that are in, in, in the industry and uh, really some some current news uh, kind of things that have, that have been going on that we need to know about. Thanks for all that that, that you do for the community. I know that uh, you uh, you 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 community is very important to you, and you you try to give back as much as you can. Thank you, Ted, and thank you, Fredericksburg. We do. We do a lot of volunteer work uh, with nonprofits and just um, with with disabled people. Just you know, just try to give back as much as we can, and we hope to continue this in 2024. And we hope everyone has a prosperous and safe and healthy New Year. Texintheburg.com, 505 Lafayette Boulevard, 371-2874. Happy New Year, Dave, the computer guy. We'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Fredericksburg. That is it for the show today. Thank you for listening. We will see you in the morning. Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the host and guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.